Most studio owners decide to open their fitness and wellness businesses because they want to help people and add more meaning to their lives. Their heart is in the right place, they're great people, but scaling a profitable business that feels incredible to own and run is trickier than ever before. So where they get stuck is no one's ever shown them how to run a wildly successful business without the overwhelm and the chaos. Plus, they're doing it all alone. Until now. Welcome to the Geronimo Unfiltered Podcast for ambitious boutique studio owners who are allergic to average and know they're capable of more. They're just missing the how. I'm Dozer, your host, CEO and founder of the Geronimo Academy, and together with my crew and my community of owners and managers who are the doers and the implementers, we are on a mission to pioneer a better way to own and operate a health and fitness business while building a life you love, not hate. So if you're ready to push the boundaries, level up your money, meaning and impact, and stop doing it alone, then you're in the right place. This is going to be raw and unfiltered, zero bullshit. So take a deep breath, strap yourself in, and let's get fucking started. Welcome back to another episode of the Geronimo Unfiltered Podcast. I'm Dozer, your host. And I'm Soph. Today, I want to talk to you about this thing that we are going to call suspension tax. Okay. Every single month, we look at our studio's numbers every single month. And if you're within the sort of first six weeks, we look at your numbers every single week Okay, mm-hmm. in the Million Dollar Studio Program. One of the biggest things that we see that no one's looking at is how many people they have on suspension and how much that's actually costing them to their revenue and their bottom line, right? Your profit. There have been times where one of our top studios grew by net 100 within nine months and everyone's high-fiving because they're growing by net 100, but it wasn't until we started investigating their numbers and their revenue had not grown at all that we went, have a look at your suspension numbers. And their suspension rate was at 30%. Now, I'm going to go through some dozer maths in a second and I'll explain why that's a red flag. But last week, we heard from Soph about you were on suspension for how long? 12 weeks. So I was on holidays and then I had an injury and then honestly, I just didn't feel the love or care from that particular studio around my injury or like not being able to get back to training, et cetera, et cetera. I didn't hear from them. So it became really easy just to slide off and then eventually cancel. And the only time you heard from them? Was when I cancelled. Was when you cancelled. Yeah. Now think about all the different gyms that you guys have been part of. And certainly for us, right? Certainly for me as well. Like we've all been part of those big box gyms where would anyone even care if you weren't there for three months? That's what you experienced. Mm. And this was a studio that it was not a no-name studio. Every single person listening to this podcast would know the name of this studio, right? If you heard it. And the scary part is like ever since then, I've also seen other members I used to train with walking on the Esplanade here wearing merch from other gyms in the area, like the yard and stuff like that. It's no wonder, but I bet you that studio is complaining about not growing, all these cancels coming through and not having enough money. Unfiltered. How'd that make you feel? Like they didn't care. Like it made me feel like I didn't belong. It wouldn't matter whether I showed up or not. Basically, I was just a number or not even. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And when you walk past that studio every morning. I have no connection to it. Actually, now that you're saying this, I actually feel... It's not repulsed, but it's more like I feel distance from it rather than feeling connected to it. I've never felt like I really was a part of it. And is there a wait list out the front of that studio? No. Like are the people are, are, are they queuing to get into that studio? No. Is it packed? No, not at all. Is there a massive vibe around that studio? No. No. Interesting. So 
Today, I want to talk about suspension tax, right? Yeah. It's something that I want to coin the phrase because it's it's another tax that you're paying in your business. It's not just a tax to the government. It's another tax that you're paying if you are ignorant to what we're going to be talking about right now. Yeah. So, everyone at the moment on socials, on TikTok, is talking about girl maths. Today, we're going to talk about dozer maths and we're going to make this a thing. If okay. you're a studio owner, you need to know about it. Okay. So, grab a pen grab a piece of paper or grab your calculator, let's run through this. So every single week when we look at our studio's numbers and we release the benchmark report, we see across the seven metrics that we track, I won't go into all the seven metrics right now because earlier on there was an episode on that where we released the benchmark reports and the findings, but one of the numbers is suspensions. Now the studios, if all else being equal and as long as all the other metrics are at least in the orange, some of them in the green, and you're not growing on revenue, I guarantee you, let's look at your suspension numbers. Now, the studios that are not growing in their revenues, their suspensions, what we consider red in suspension is 30% and above. So 30% of your total member base are on suspensions, right? And we're going to go through the two different types of suspended members at the moment. If you're in 20 to 30%, you are in what we will call the orange range, right? It's not horrific, it's savable, but it's still orange. And the goal is we want to get you sub 10%. Sub 10% are on suspension. Imagine what you would do with 25% more revenue every single month. Mm. Simple as that. All right, so grab your calculator out. Here we go. So 30%, right? So this is the dose of math here. So 30% of your members on suspension. If that's a typical, let's just go right down the middle, right? We work with 100 member studios, 200 member studios, 300 member studios, 900 member studios. We work with the whole range. But let's just go with a 200 member studio. 30% of 200 equals 60 members. Now, if those 60 members actually give you, on average, about $2,500 in lifetime value, over 12 months, they give you about $2,500. We times the 60 by $2,500, and that gives you $150,000, right? $150,000, that is revenue that is missing out of your business. That is another tax that you are paying that you didn't probably even realize. So you're paying the 30% to the government, if you're in Australia, but then there's this other tax that you're paying because you're not managing your suspension list. We're going to call this the suspension tax. $150,000. Now, that $150,000, particularly if you're not pulling any money out of this business at the moment, that's your fucking salary. Yeah. That's how you pay yourself. That's how you pay yourself, right? Could you imagine if we put another $150,000 in your back pocket for all the work that you're putting into this studio? Now, that's at a 200-member studio. I'm going to do this at a 300-member studio, and you'll get the point. It gets worse as you go up. So 30% times 300 is? 90. 90. Now, 90 times that 2,500. Now, here's the kicker. If you're actually better at retention, it's going to be more than 2,500. You know how much they give you per year, Correct. right? But let's just go to the 90 times $2,500 is $225,000. Crazy. That hurts. That hurts. So what... We want to do what we get studios to do when they come into the academy is we third that. We don't even cut that in half. We third it. Yeah. We want to be sub 10 in the single digits as a percentage of your entire membership base on suspension. Now, people are going to suspend, right? No one's living in a vacuum here where we like, people aren't going to fucking suspend. People are going to safe suspended. She went to Europe for seven weeks, came back broke. Happy days. <laughs> yep. Happy days. So, okay, let's do this. Shit. So if I'm listening to this and I'm in the audience and I go, freaking hell, I've actually got 25% on suspension. What the hell do I do? Yeah. How do I get out of this? How do I go from 25% to sub 10% as quickly as possible? Because I feel that. I heard that. I needed to hear that. Thank you so much. Now, what the hell do I do? Yeah. We talk about this a lot. There's a bunch of success stories just from implementing this simple three-step process that I'm about to go through with you. 
one of our studios in South Australia is sitting at something crazy like a 2% suspension rate. So they've got about 400 members and they have really tight processes now to make sure that they don't end up with a higher or an inflated suspension list, especially coming into Christmas. Where did it start before they did these three things? They were in 25% or something like that. I can't remember the exact, but it was definitely towards red. Not only that, but most studios we see actually are sitting around that range because of like, even though it was four years ago now, still from COVID, they have people on suspension. It's called COVID-19. I know. 2019. They have people on suspension from that. Who even knows if they're even around anymore? People who suspend because they are going to try a competitor, but they're not being transparent about that. They want to keep their foundation rate. Like these are the kinds of reasons. Or maybe they suspend like me and then they have to extend it and they're not really given a strong reason why they shouldn't. Yeah. So if this is you, step number one, you're going to segment your suspension list. The legit suspensions with an actual end date. So this is your injuries. This is your holidays. This is your, I don't know, I'm getting married. I'm pregnant, whatever it is, having the baby. That's the first list. The second list, we call these zombies. You've got to reawaken your zombies. So that is step number two. You've got your two lists. You're going to start with the zombies and you're going to contact them. You're going to call them and you're going to have a legit conversation with them based on the fact that you care about the reason why they started in the first place and you wouldn't be doing your job as a coach if you just let them off because then you'd be letting them down. You care about the reason why they started. So, hey, mate, I'm just checking in. We haven't seen you for a little while. Your goals are really important to me. I want to get you back on track. So then you'd create a back on track program to get them back in training, even just one session a week to start with, to reintroduce them into that environment and show you care. Now, 10% might actually take you up on that offer. The rest of them, you've just got to be prepared. They might say no. And that's when you go through and cancel them. Yeah. And so if I'm listening to this and go, oh, but won't that really bomb my churn for that month? Your churn's going to go right up. Just expect it nothing will change with your revenue because they're not paying you anyway. So clean house and then focus on the people who need you. You may as well move on. As long as you're in contact with them and you get an answer out of them, you may as well scratch them off your suspension list. Stop pretending that they're going to come back, right? And just move on. Find the next 30 members. Yeah. Right? Just move on. I couldn't think of a a worse way to run a business than have all these zombies that like every day when I wake up, I'm too scared to look at the emails because there might be three more cancellations from these zombies that I was pretending was going to come back. Yeah. Yeah. We never look at your total member number. It's just active because those are the people that are paying you. Your job is to try to get that active member number as high as possible with the people in your world now. But again, just cut your losses. That's it. Cut your losses. Show that you care. You might only need to do this once because you've just got a whole bunch of people and you know who your zombies are. Like, I don't need to explain to you who they are. Open-ended suspensions. You probably know they moved to China and like they're just whatever. So contact them. Just stop scrolling on Instagram and have a phone call. That's your step number one, a back on track program, reintroduce them, get them started again. What's a back on track program? It's essentially a way to reintroduce your members who have been off training for a while into your studio again in a way that feels like safe for them. So instead of going from zero to a hundred, we just, you know, one session in week one, two sessions in week two, I'll train with you. When are we going to get you booked in? Yeah. It's it's an easy on-ramp to re-engage people back into your community. 
Correct. So that's what you're going to do there. And then anyone else who you don't get a hold of, you just send a quick email to say, hey, tried to call you. I want to get you back on track. This is what we have on offer because I really care about your goals. If I don't hear back from you by X date, I'll go ahead and cancel your membership with us. Yeah. You're all, always welcome back here. You might even throw in an incentive if you want to come back in the next month or so, then here's a voucher you can use. Mm. And then call it a day. But you're not done yet because you've still got your legit list, right? So that third step, you've got to check in with them. When they are turning off their membership or pausing their membership, they're not pausing the care or the community. And if you really only care about them when they're paying you money, do you really deserve them? Mm. So I don't care where they are. They could be in Africa on holiday and we are still every single week, there's a process to make sure that they're top of mind for us and we're top of mind for them. And especially when they're coming back to the studio and back into the country or wherever it is they're returning from, we've booked them in for their first session. We don't just kind of like let an automation know that their thing's unsuspecting. Oh, I hate that. And we'll see you in there or maybe not. Yeah. So yeah, we would always reach out and say something like, I know that you're probably enjoying yourself over there. Love that for you. Eat all of the food. Enjoy yourself. Looks amazing on the gram. I know you're coming back next week. So which session are you going to do? Because I want to train with you. Correct. Match that. So that situation, that scenario versus an automation that says your contract with us is unsuspending on X date. Is due to process your next payment on the 19th Correct. of April. Correct. And then so that person books in a class, but then it's just as easy because no one actually cares mm. to cancel out of that and then cancel. Mm. So there's two scenarios. Injured. How are you actively helping them? No one does the physio exercises. So how are you holding them accountable to that to get them back on track into their training? Because that's what's going to help them achieve their goal. Any of those scenarios. Would it was the gym that I was at when I had the heart attack, right? Like they were stellar. And I felt it. I genuinely felt the care. It wasn't just to get me back paying again. They were like, whenever you're ready, we'll set you up with a couple of free PT sessions just to get you to kind of work your range out and what you can do, what you can't do. Just let me know when you're ready and I'll organize that for you. It felt like more of a courtesy than some kind of a revenue raising opportunity. Like I, I felt that they gave me the time, they gave me the space, they gave me the care. They kept checking in on Michelle. They kept asking Michelle how I was doing. So I knew that that was a place that actually cared about me. So Totally. So segment your list, contact the zombies, see who you can re-engage. And then when they are on that back on track thing, make sure they don't slide off again. You've got to check in on them as they go through that process of getting started, almost like a new person. And then the third thing is your legit list that you want to keep super tight. We want to make sure that it's a process you have in place weekly so that you're checking in on them and they know you care about them. And the benefit of doing this is $150,000. <laughs> Say no more. End of episode. <laughs> or two hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars. Like that's at thirty percent at two hundred, or thirty percent at three hundred. Right? Like this is worth it. This is worth it. So aside from the fact that you actually want to show your members that you actually care, it's also good for business. This is another reason why care is good for business. Yeah. I spoke to someone the other day, 25% suspension rate, they need to grow by 20 and they've got 46 people on suspension, right? How easy is that win? If even 10 of those people came back because you re-engaged them, you're halfway there with no extra spend on marketing, almost no extra effort. Mm. So team, this episode is going to be short and powerful, just like a double shot <laughs> of espresso. I want you to lean into suspension tax, right? And make sure that you're not paying suspension tax in your business, which is the hidden tax. The biggest heartbreak for me is so many owners that we meet, so many managers that we meet, put so much work into, like, it's not because they're not putting in the work. No. It's not because they're not putting in the hours, but they're just not being 
smart, but they just didn't know about this kind of stuff, right? Mm -hmm. So the simple action for you is perform those three steps on your suspension list and get in the culture and the attitude of when anyone goes on pause, they're only pausing the training, they're not pausing the community, and they're not pausing the care. And when we talk about how important it is for your members to feel like they belong somewhere, nothing makes someone feel like they don't belong than if you go away for 12 weeks and you didn't hear from the studio. Exactly. So literally after this episode, open up your laptop, run the report, have a look at your suspension list, calculate, at least firstly calculate what the number is, what the percentage is of your total member number is on pause and rate yourself whether if you're sub 10%, you're in the green, if you're 10 to 20%, you're in the orange and if you're 30% and above, you in the red, girl. <laughs> Based on that, if you want to make it hurt even more, calculate that out. So if it's 30% or it's 27%, you got 27% times your membership base multiplied by if you don't know what your average lifetime value is, just put in two and a half thousand dollars. If you're charging about sixty or seventy bucks a week and you're pretty good at holding on to a member, it's probably around two and a half thousand dollars, right? Without trying to crack the atom here. Those are maths. Those are maths. So work that out and that'll give you a number. And you should look at that number. You should stare at that number. It should hurt. And if you think to yourself, what could you do with that money? What could your family benefit from that money? If you haven't been on a holiday for three frigging years because you can't pull money out of this business, that's probably where it is. If you want to upgrade the villa that you go to in Bali, the next time you go there with your family, have a really good time. That's probably where the money's from. If you're not increasing your net worth, if you're not increasing your personal take-home income out of these businesses, which by the way, newsflash, is what these businesses are for ultimately, like businesses are meant to be a cash-producing asset that can operate without you. That's the holy grail. And that's what we do at the Academy, right? Was we get people to go from being an expensive job that has dominated their life to reclaiming their life and they've built an asset that increases their personal take-home income. Yep. So the first step is to calculate it and then to attack it. Yeah, attack it. So I've talked about the two lists. Work on the zombies first. Count your losses if you need to. Ideally, you can bring back half of them. Put them onto a back-on-track program. If you'd like some help with a back-on-track program, reach out to us. And then for those that you are still in contact with, those that are the legit, make sure that you're in contact with them weekly, not in a creepy way, but in a very nuanced, strategic way, and make sure that you've got their on-ramp back into the studio. Make sure that they know that you care about them and you can't wait for them to come back and you're going to train with them as soon as they rock back up in the studio. And when they come back in the studio, make such a big deal out of it because they need to feel like they belong and they need to know that you care. Yes. I'm going to add one more thing. When they do come back, it's not, I haven't seen you in ages. Where have you been? Yep, we always, <laughs> always, always would say, welcome home. Welcome home. This is where you belong. Welcome home. Exactly. All right. That's it, guys. Short and sweet. Do something with it and let us know how many you can win back from your suspension list. We would love to hear it. If someone else that you know that's running a gym, putting in a lot of the hours, putting in a lot of the effort, still struggling with the revenues not jumping up and they're not sure where it's coming from, send them this episode. You might have saved their business. Love you guys. Love you guys. Appreciate your time. Appreciate what you're doing out there. You are the life changers. You are the unsung heroes. And with that, we will see you in the next episode. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. If something resonated with you, then do one of two things. Either leave a review or send this episode to a mate who's in the industry who might need to hear this. But if you want more right now because your head might be spinning and you're like, all right, those, that, what the hell do I do right now? Then in the show notes, you'll find a link to where you can book in for a free 15-minute checkup on your studio. 
where we get to have a look at how you're going right now and where some of the kind of quick win opportunities are to get you moving faster. I can't wait to be back in your ears next week. And if you're listening to this right now, I want you to know that I love you, I appreciate you, I'm grateful for you, and I'm in your corner. You are on the right track, and I believe in you. So keep going, and I'll see you next week.